Welcome back to On Point. I'm your host, Jay Martin, the Renaissance Man. And every Monday and Wednesday, I get a treat. But today's treat is in my correspondent who comes in and gives us that knowledge that you need, makes you feel like you went back to college. And I love having him on the show. Tom Korski, how are you today? Well, thank you, Jay. Very nice to have you. So let's jump right into some things I need you to help explain to our listeners and to me, if you don't mind. Police compiled a blacklist of names of co-founders linked to the Freedom Convoy, according to the Access of the Information Records, a secret list of individuals, and their credit ratings was sent to the Farm Credit Canada, a Crown Bank uh, facility. What is happening? Police had found... A blacklist of these people's information? Can you explain it to us a little more in detail? I will, Jay. Yeah, they put together a blacklist. This was related to uh, crowdfunding. Freedom Convoy raised millions when they were uh, had their Parliament Hill blockade back in Mm -hmm. January and February. They raised millions. They raised over ten million on one crowdfunding platform. Uh, give send go, and they raised over ten million on another one, uh, mm. and and the police, Ottawa police, we see through access to information records, started putting together a blacklist of of related to that crowdfunding exercise. Problem. Wow, that's not against the law. It was not against the law to give twenty bucks to the Freedom Convoy, though subsequently both those accounts were frozen, one by court order and one at the request of Ottawa's mayor. So what would the point of the blacklist be, Jay? These are people we know because the crowdfunding executives testified. They said so in parliamentary committee hearings. These were mom-and-pop donations, 20 bucks here, 50 bucks there, people who were uh, giving minor contributions because it made them feel good to see what the truckers were protesting in terms of vaccine mandates. A lot of questions here, Jay. Thank you so much, Tom. There are a lot of questions to be answered. This continues to happen. So let's move right along, shall we? The The Commons Ethics Committee yesterday voted six to five to investigate whether the RCMP spied on the parliamentarians. The probe follows an admission from the police that they use spyware to monitor smartphones. Why and for what is the purpose for this? Help me understand. Ethics Committee, all opposition members were in on this, and you Democrats, block conservatives, you name it. They're bothered by this, Jay. The RCMP, in a routine tabling in the House of Commons back on June 22nd, said an interesting thing that they use spyware from time to time by warrant. What is spyware on your smartphone? Well, it's much Mm -hmm. better from the police perspective than a wiretap. It can activate your camera. It can activate your microphone. It can uh, download every document you have on your smartphone. For a lot of people, that would be every document that's associated with everyday life. Well, Mm -hmm. MPs had a lot of questions, and among their questions was, are the Mounties using this to go after any legislators, any MPs, senators, parliamentary staff? Let's find out. Government caucus members were not interested. They opposed it. 
but they were outvoted. Those hearings will proceed in August. I don't think it's going to be dull. This is, again, one of those issues, Jay, where there, there are serious politicians from all parties who have talked about what's happened to privacy in this pandemic. And, and they, they, once that genie's out of the bottle, how do you get it back in? That's the problem. So true. And the individuals that have access to this information have to be bonded individuals that you trust. But every once in a while, someone goes through there, I think everyone can be bought. So it's kind of dangerous to have that kind of power in their hands. Would you not agree? Uh, uh, Jay, this point. is the thing. This is the thing about privacy. You know, the typical Canadian says, I am a good person. I don't have anything to hide. That, to me, is not what privacy is. It's not about concealment. It's about self-respect and human dignity. It's about the government working for you instead of the other way around. It's not mm -hmm. up to you to brighten the police department's day. Your personal activities are none of their business. MPs from all opposition parties are raising these questions. True. True. And it's not about being an MP. That doesn't make you the ability of being an MP the right for me to go through all of your personal life situations, all of the pictures in the phone that you try to hide. All of these things that are in there are a bit of your privacy. I'm, I'm, I agree with you 100%. Just because you're an MP doesn't mean that every single solitary thing you do should be at the access of everyone to see. I don't. I agree with you 100% with that. We'll move right on to Rideau Hall is responsible for costly air catering charges run by the Governor General, Mary Simon. Says that the Air Force Simon staff attempted to blame the military for meal expenses that were e equivalent to $218 per plate. Oh, gosh. I can't believe that the Department of National Defense decides what the Governor General will eat. Please help me understand this, Tom. Yeah, serious money. It worked out $218 as breakfast, lunch, and supper on a junket to Dubai back in March for Governor General Mary Simon and 45 of her closest friends and flight crew. How do you spend $218 at breakfast or lunch? Frankly, forget about supper. $218 for breakfast? I just There's a lot of question marks about that. Well, it's funny. When those figures were first disclosed in June, just before the House took its summer recess, Rita Hall said, God doggone it, that had nothing to do with us. That was the Royal Canadian Air Force. They were <laughs> flying the plane, to which the RCAF replies in a Department of National Defense memo, nice try. We're not the ones who check the menu. We just do what we're told. Uh, why is this an issue? And, and believe it or not, this is, this is a hot one. Because all MPs got the message, because everyone knows what it's like to, to pay $4 for the cheapest loaf of bread now, inflation, right? Cheese is up 18%. You hear $218 a plate for the Governor General of Canada to make an unnecessary foreign trip to Dubai. The Government, government Operations Committee will open hearings after Labor Day. They want some answers. Can I ask you a question, Tom? Have you been to Dubai? I never have. I, ho I hear okay. the breakfasts are fantastic. 
they're, they're worth they're two hundred and eighteen dollars. And the reason why I asked that question is I had a comedy tour in Dubai, and I went there and I ate, and I could not believe the prices of food. I mean, a pizza at Pizza Hut Pizza was over thirty dollars for a small pizza. I mean, it really is expensive there. I'm not making an excuse for a two hundred and eighteen dollar breakfast, but I'll tell you this much: I had a quarter jerk chicken dinner with rice and it cost me $80. So I'm I'm not saying that 218 is 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 definitely something for breakfast, but I'm telling you, once you go to Dubai, you better have some money. But um yes, there's no excuse. I know it's a high amount, but I'm not saying it's what we're thinking of here as a breakfast here and rolling up to Timmy's and grabbing a breakfast sandwich is nothing like that in Dubai. Jay, wow, this is an this eye is opener for me. Like you're, you're you're talking to a man whose inflation calculator stopped in 1978. Like I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> so you're not paying two eighteen for a breakfast, is what you're telling me, Tom? You're like, no My, my, my way. first car was four hundred dollars. <laughs> I can't with you. I just can't with you. Oh my gosh, what a treat to have you on each and every Monday and Wednesday. You can find Tom Korski on our show, always enlighten us with information and letting us know that his car was $400. I love it. Thank you again for being a wonderful guest. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day. Thank you, Jay. All right, that's Tom Korski, Managing Editor of Black Locks Report. Keep it locked right here with On Point. We'll be right back after this. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.